0: Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap with your Monday Morning Minute from the Black Letter Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about micronations. Now, you may not know what those are, but I'm going to tell you because I looked into it because I kind of find it interesting. So imagine a land, sometimes as small as your backyard, sometimes as small as a piece of paper, and it's declared suddenly an independent country by its ruler. And I put ruler in quotes. But is it really a country? And what do laws say about these countries? So first, micronations often start off symbolic gestures. There are some micronations that have been created by Greenpeace, for example, or sometimes they're just even protests. Many micronations claim sovereignty, but they're generally not recognized by established nations or international bodies like the United Nations. So does this mean that micronations are illegal? Well, I looked into it, and it doesn't. So micro- micronations, in some cases, exist in sort of a weird legal gray area. And my favorite one is the Principality of Sealand, which I'll get into in a little bit. A little bit of the history of that because it's interesting. But some other examples that I was able to dig up: the Republic of Molisea, which is in the state of Nevada, founded in 1999, has its own currency, postal service, and its own space program. There is the Hut River Province in Western Australia, set up in 1970 after a dispute with the Australian government over wheat quotas, and it actually existed as an independent micronation for 50 years until Australia reclaimed it in 2020. And this one you may have seen, I certainly have seen it and been there, the Conch Republic in 1982, tongue-in-cheek secession from Key West, Florida, was a protest against a U.S. border blockade. Um, they pride themselves on a humorous approach to politics, and if you've ever been to Key West, you'll see Conch Republic paraphernalia souvenirs all over the place. There's Liberland, founded in 2015 on a small, small parcel of disputed land between Croatia and Serbia. Freetown, Christiana, Grand Duchy of West Arctica, and the Empire of Atlantium near Sydney, Australia. So those are just some examples. But let me tell you about the most interesting one and maybe the most famous one: the Principality of Sealand. So in the '60s, a British man named Roy Bates occupied a place called Fort Russ, which is basically a disused sea fort located in international waters off the coast of England. Why is this interesting? Because it was actually outside the territory or the territorial waters of England. So Bates declared this sea fort location, this little island, the Principality of Sealand, and he made himself a prince. So legal wrangling began and the UK tried to dismantle other nearby unused military forts. And while the UK didn't exactly recognize Sealand's existence as a sovereign nation, the UK courts determined that British laws didn't apply to it because it was outside of the territorial waters. Things got more heated in 1978, a group of German and Dutch businessmen, tried to forcibly take over Sealand. Roy Bates and his wife were tricked into going to Austria under the pretense of business negotiations. The businessmen took Sealand by force. Bates later recaptured Sealand in a dramatic counter-operation, taking the Austrian, German, and Dutch businessmen as prisoners. Anyway, so a long way of saying that there are micronations out there, Sealand being the most famous example. They live in this weird gray area, And they're worth looking into more if you're curious about it, because I think they're super interesting and super entertaining. So, while they're entertaining, the lack of legal recognition doesn't mean that they're not something that means a lot to a lot of people. And really, that's the story of micronations. So, advice for aspiring micronations if you want to start your own stay informed about local laws, be respectful of the country that you're seceding from, and that remember, while creating and declaring a micronation can be fun. It doesn't grant you exemption from the laws of the country that you've seceded from, which seems counterintuitive, but that's just my advice for you. I hope you have a great Monday morning. Thanks for joining me for this Monday Morning Minute.